0: This is The Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to say that we know communication is tough. We hope you've been able to incorporate the tips and strategies we discuss into your daily life. If you feel like you're still struggling or would like individual guidance, I offer one-on-one online coaching sessions for all things speech, voice, and communication. This can include public speaking lessons, which are an incredible tool to mitigate social anxiety and increase overall confidence levels. Speaking voice enhancement, if you don't love the sound of your voice on tape, accent modification to speak clearly and be heard the first time, and social skills training, which covers a lot of the things that we talk about on the show, but of course would be tailored to your individual needs and goals. On the show, we talk a lot about the content of what you're going to say. With my private coaching clients, I also focus on the delivery, how you say the thing you say, how your tone of voice can affect the way that you're coming across and the way your message is delivered. If you're at all interested in these services, please check out my website, georgiaspeechcoaching.com and schedule a free phone consultation to discuss your needs and goals. I would love to work with you. Now back to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Lost Art of Communication podcast. Today, in honor of October 2nd being National Define the Relationship Day, we are going to discuss how, when, and why to define your relationship. This just means having the conversation with a romantic partner or a person that you're dating to establish your exclusivity with that person. Often on social media, you'll see this referred to as DTR, which is define the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is true. (laughs) So I guess the first thing we can discuss is why is this necessary? Why is this important? Some people will say labels don't matter, and that's a totally valid and legitimate mindset and perspective. But for a lot of people, that does matter, and it makes sense when you are casually seeing someone there can be a lot of ambiguity around what's going on and generally it's helpful for both parties to know for sure okay I'm with this person we're fully committed to each other and that can help you deepen your bond and and progress and move forward from there
1: and it's so tricky because relationships are one of those things that's so subjective and feelings are strange and always ever changing and it's so hard to kind of define the relationship on these kind of things like feelings and relationships they're tricky they're hard and so Trish and I are excited to kind of get into like why we think it's important to define the relationship too and again talk about how to do it in a way that's comfortable for both parties because it can be such an awkward strange conversation if you don't know what page everyone stands on.
0: And it's such a vulnerable thing. Like no one, especially in our culture today, we're opening up and being the person who seems like they care more. It's like everyone's competing to care the least. And so the person who does open up and say, hey, I really like you. I want this to progress. I want to commit to you. That can feel very vulnerable and scary, and then you know that if the other person, if they're not ready to hear that, you run the risk of scaring them away and say, "Oh, I'm not ready for that right now." So it's a de- definitely a delicate balance and a tricky step in a relationship to navigate, but it's really important that it happens in most cases. Yeah,
1: I think you hit a good point, though. This time and day and age of like online dating and all of these strange ways we're meeting people. And now that there are so many options out there for dating people, it's like at your fingertips, you can find a new person to explore dating with. It's hard and even more important to talk about this stuff and do it in a very clear way. Cause everything, especially I feel like the way millennials communicate can be so ambiguous and just, we need to be more clear cut and, talk about these kind of things that are not clear-cut.
0: Yeah, because that you that's so true. It's so easy today to be going on dates with one person and then chatting online with six other people at the same time. And so you want to talk with your partner, the person that you're seeing, about what – is acceptable for your phase of the relationship. If you're just first starting to see someone, maybe talking to a few other people is not a bad idea. It's You're still wanting to get to know other people at the same time and before you make your decision. But if it's been months and months of seeing someone and the other person is under the impression that you're exclusive and you're doing that, that might not be okay with them. But that's why it's really important to have that conversation to make sure you're on the same page. And what
1: I think is so funny is the phrase you used, you said, seeing somebody. In my brain, I think of the word like talking to somebody. And I think that brings up a good point that there's so many words that can be used in a relationship with someone else that someone else can misconstrue in a different way. So for example, I've had situations where like people ask me, oh, are you guys just talking or are you seeing each other? Like, what does that mean? That's not a thing. <laughs> like, And people might think those two things are different. So again... Clear, defined conversations and labels for it are really important because one person can talk to the other,
0: saying, I thought we were just talking. No, we're seeing each other. No, what? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And even the word dating, dating. I think, is confusing yeah. because even older generations, it's like your dating means just you're going on dates with people. Yes. And I remember even saying this to my younger cousin. We were talking since a few years ago, but. I was already in my mid-twenties, and she was a teenager, and said something about dating someone. She's like, oh, so it's your boyfriend. It's Like, no, I don't think I was talking about myself, but someone else was talking, and it's like, no, we're going on dates. So in some people's minds, and I think that changes as you get older. When you're a teenager, like, going on dates means, like, your boyfriend, girlfriend. But if you're casually going on dates with someone, you're still dating them, but you're not necessarily in a relationship. But even you and I, Molly... We're talking and I said, how long have you been dating? Like, no, no, we weren't dating. We were still talking at that point. Yeah. And so it's funny. Someone actually brought up to me as he was saying, like, we should date other people. He's like, lowercase d-dating, meaning, like, oh, I remember casually that. dating yeah. <laughs> other people as opposed to uppercase d-dating, which is like, we're dating, we're official, we're together. See, like, so that's it's so that
1: ambiguous. And for that person, it makes sense. But to me, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs>
0: See, I got what you meant because it it's because we do casually date and we can casually date multiple people at the same time, and I think that's there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know when you are wanting to be exclusive with someone that you make sure to bring that up and define. That's why it's called defining the relationship: is are we casually dating? Are we seeing other people, or are we committed to each other? And then
1: also defining what that definite or making a definition for that word too, like what does Dating mean to you because someone's version of dating could be something else. So
0: we are dating. Yeah. That means we can do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And there are different phases. So your first conversation about this probably won't be as – you're not going to be in as exclusive of a place as your last conversation about it. When you're obviously proposing to someone, that's a defining the relationship in a different way. But – Know that there are different phases, and so you don't have to go straight from first date to marriage, obviously. There are lots of <laughs> That's steps, how it works. steps in between. Dang. But one thing I want to note is that when you are going to define the relationship or you feel like you're ready to do that, make sure you're coming at it from a healthy place. If you want to stick a label on your relationship with another person out of possessiveness or because you just really want to be in a relationship, you really want a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or you're jealous of other people and you're insecure about it, those don't seem like very healthy places to come from when you're defining the relationship. So make sure you're doing it because you care about the other person, you want a full commitment with that person, and it doesn't matter if you don't know if that's the one, but you're willing to give the relationship a fair shot. Yeah, because as we talk about in
1: so many of our other episodes too, you can't communicate your message to others if you don't know why you're sending the message or what your message is. So really do some thinking and digging into your own thoughts and feelings on things and figure out why you want to define the relationship and figure out what those definitions you want to be and why too. So then when you do communicate with your partner, there's a clear message and they can understand
0: and get on the same page with you. Yeah. Cause if you don't know what you want, there's no way they're going to be able to meet your needs because mm-hmm. you don't know what your needs are. And that's not really fair. And then you can't get your needs met because you're not clear. And then you might get walked over. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. So as far as when to do this, I read an article that was saying between three and six months, but every relationship is specific and different. I think, That once you've spent a significant amount of time with someone and you feel like you're spending a lot of one-on-one time together, you know the person well, and it feels like it's going in that direction, is an appropriate time to bring it up and to take things to the next level.
1: Yeah. So, for example, in my relationship, it was interesting because first, before we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend, my boyfriend asked me to be exclusive with him. And so that was kind of our first step. And then after that, I decided that we should be boyfriend, girlfriend, because I also already knew where his mindset was, as he wanted to do it. He knew I wasn't ready. So I kind of initiated that conversation with him in that way. But we took different steps, like there's steps to take.
0: I think that's pretty normal is becoming exclusive before you officially put a label on it. Mm. And that's only fair to do because if you're in a place where you're not looking for a relationship and you just want to casually date, it's really important to communicate that upfront. because if the other person is looking for something serious and you're stringing them along with like, well, yeah, maybe one day I'll want that, but I don't right now, that's not fair to them. And the, the other thing though is listen and trust what the other person says if they say they don't want a relationship don't try to force it Mm -hmm. have you ever seen that movie 500 days of summer yes so in that movie the girl the whole time tells the guy i don't want anything serious i don't want a relationship we are just friends with benefits and he got way too attached and just assumed that it was by her actions, which were not really reflective, not really congruent with what she was saying, but she told him, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious, and so he got hurt in the long run, not to, spoiler alert, but it's you need to trust what people say because if they say that, there's a reason for that, and so even if it, if you want something else, you can't force that onto the other person
1: it's not fair to you and it's not fair to them to assume that they will get to the place that you want them to be at like just because you're telling them what you're feeling right mm-hmm. yeah exactly
0: and so you want to bring it up at a time when you feel like you might be on the same page if you're not on the same page though and the person is worth waiting for then wait for them wait for them to be ready and respect where they're coming from if, if you're you are willing to wait too yeah. If you're not, and you're saying like, okay, well, bye. I would suggest don't give ultimatums in general. Well, I mean, and it's not an ultimatum. I would think it'd be like, all right, well then,
1: you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not willing to wait. So I will, it's not an ultimatum. It's more,
0: this is where I'm at. I will leave. I am yeah. leaving. With not- it, just be careful with the amount of time. Because if it's been like two weeks, it's normal for the other person to not necessarily be ready. Oh yeah. Yeah, But I'm saying if it's been like six months and you're doing the same thing, then it's, it's actually the relationship I'm in now. He said, look, if you are not ready, that's fine. And if, but, and if you tell me now, you don't think you'll ever be ready, then it's fine. Like you'll be all right. I'll be all right. If I see you around, we can still be friends. It'll be cordial and casual and no big deal. But if three months from now we're in the same place and you still haven't decided, and then you decide that it's never going to happen, then I'm going to be upset. And so I really appreciated that because he didn't give me the ultimatum of like, tell me now or we're over, but it was just telling me what would happen in both scenarios. And it, it made me realize I wasn't really being fair to him by not committing to him at that point. Cause we had been spending a lot of time together and it had been a longer amount of time, And it made me realize what I wanted. And it's like, okay, I don't really like the thought of that happening, so let's give it a try. And once we did put the label on it, it felt a lot better because it took away a lot of the ambiguity and the guesswork of, well, am I ready for this or not? It's like, okay, I'm just going to go for it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a huge point to touch on is the feeling that kind of rushes over you when you do have that decision made, regardless if it's to be in a relationship or not. But I think... The ultimatum piece, I think that's more of what I was talking about, what your boyfriend did, saying things like, this is kind of where I'm at in my head, here is what's going to happen. And it's not, again, an ultimatum, like, it was just where he's at, what's going to happen.
0: And that's really, it takes a lot of vulnerability and strength to tell somebody that. So, but in your case too, Molly, like, Joey waited for you to be ready. And that's the mutual respect that we're talking about.
1: Yeah. So he... I don't think we ever actually had a, he didn't ever ask me like, will you be my girlfriend? And I said, no, not yet. But he could tell that I wasn't quite ready. And I think he said something like, I am really willing and ready to be your boyfriend whenever you're ready. And so Mm. one day I was like, it was super awkward too. We were like not talking about anything on this topic. And I was like, hey, so um, can I be your girlfriend? Are we good? (laughs) And it wasn't like the best conversation communication wise but it kind of got the point across and yes he did wait for me to be ready too and communicated
0: that clearly yeah and so also bear in mind that when you do bring this up to someone if they're not ready it's probably not about you and you don't know you want to get to know the other person and ask their perspective and it's fair to ask why you think you're not ready and when do you don't maybe not when are you going to be ready but try to get to know the person's history and past and maybe they went through a bad breakup and they're just a little hesitant to jump right in with something else. Whatever the reason may be, you want to respect their reasons, but I think it helps and it helps people take things less personally when you do take the other person's perspective instead of saying, well, they must just not like me. If they liked me, they would be ready right now because that's not how people work. Yes, there's so much,
1: not baggage, but information behind people's thoughts and decisions like that way into these kind of things.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about how to do it then. We know we've talked about why we should do it and generally when, but what are some some tips for how to bring up this very vulnerable, tricky conversation? Like clear cut answer
1: right now but like knowing kind of making smart guesses about where the person's at and thinking about the timeline so those are some things you can first talk about before you know when and how to bring it up so it is the appropriate time so think about how long you've been dating thinking about the signs and clues from the other person seeing like where they're at then that can indicate a good time to bring it up mm-hmm. and then Trisha, i know you have some good suggestions for logistically how like verbally
0: Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is let it come up relatively organically, meaning I wouldn't suggest texting your partner and saying, hey, we need to talk, or sit them down and have this high-pressure conversation. You want to take a lot of pressure off, because as it is, the person that you're bringing this up to might be feeling pressure when you bring it up in the first place. If you know you have a general sense that you're going to have this discussion, but they're Not sure. And maybe you both are aware and you're thinking the same thing. And that is great. But in any case, don't make it such a big deal that's going to make anyone feel uncomfortable or say, okay, we need to talk that automatically puts people on edge and can put people into a defensive mode instead of a relaxed mode. And then also don't bring it up in the middle of an argument. If you're fighting (laughs) about something, well, if if I were your girlfriend and blah, 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 but you haven't asked me, you know, you don't want to do it like that. You also don't want to be accusatory. Don't start the conversation with, you haven't done this, or you blah, 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 start with I statements. So for example, some things you could say are like, oh, I was talking to so-and-so, the other. I didn't know how to introduce you in that Hmm. context. And so then that opens the door for them to say something. It's still a little ambiguous. That's a way to test the waters and see how they react to that. Or if you're going to a function together, you can ask the person beforehand, like, "Oh, how would you like me to introduce you tonight?" And they can say, "Oh, introduce me as your date," or "introduce me as your friend," or "introduce me as your boyfriend," or whatever it is. And so that way, you can feel it out too. My friend actually recently just got in a relationship, and they defined the relationship because somebody else asked her, "Are are you two dating?" <laughs> and she was like, uh, "I." Don't I haven't really talked about it yet. And so then she told him, like, oh, so-and-so asked if we were dating. Ha, it's not funny. And so then they said they actually ended up talking about it. Also better to do in person as opposed to over text. Oh, that was over text? Well, it was over text that she mentioned it. And he's like, yeah, I would like to talk about it, but I'd, pr- I'd prefer to do so in person. And so then when they saw each other next, they talked about it.
1: See, that gives me anxiety, though, just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, what is he going to say? So, yeah, I agree. Like, having these kind of conversations in the moment in person are so valuable (laughs) because that would like hearing that text like I would like to talk about that in person my brain would go oh my
0: goodness ah I don't know she kind of regretted texting him about it but she just couldn't contain herself when that girl asked about it so she didn't know what to do she was like oh I probably should have waited and said it in person because that did cause her some anxiety for a few days but it ended up being fine they're dating and they're adorable together so love it but I think she could kind of tell they were on the same mm. page, and he didn't react negatively. Yeah. And so that was a clue. Another thing is you can kind of bring up the example we mentioned before. You say, oh, I'm, when you're hanging out, I'm having a lot of fun with you. Just, I just want you to know that I'm not seeing other people. And I don't know if you are, but I just, or, you know, this is where I'm coming from. And then, see yeah, how they,
1: and, then, and then see how they react to that. Same kind of thing. If someone does ask you on a date, you can bring it up to the other person, too. And be like, hey, someone, like, mentioned grabbing coffee. Is that something, like, that I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I would like to be exclusive. What about you? Like, these are good ways to bring up these kind of conversations in these natural occurring situations.
0: That's a good point. If someone else asks you out, you can tell the person, say, like, hey, this person asked me out. you we're exclusive, like, I'm not going to go, but if you care, like, otherwise, then, you know. That happened to uh me. I totally forgot about it. It,
1: We ended up never defining a relationship, Um, but I was talking, talking to a guy, and then someone else asked me, like, to grab a coffee or a drink or something, and I was like, no, I'm seeing someone, and then I went back to the guy I was, like, talking to, and I was like, this happened, da-da-da-da. We ended up, turned out the other way around, so that's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but again, it opened up But what up was his reaction when you told him that you said no because of him? I think he was just confused. This is also back
1: in college when I was very insecure and he was very insecure. And so mm-hmm. I think this also brings up a point you have to be kind of, it's important to be confident in your thoughts and like what you want to, because I don't think I knew what I wanted at that point. And it made it very ambiguous still even after that conversation. We both still were like, oh, that's funny. And never really came of anything, but I wasn't assertive and um, confident enough to be like, hey, this is actually what I want.
0: Because it's funny, because he could have said like, oh no, you totally could have, in my mind, I really wanted something serious right now, that's something to look out for as you're casually dating people, if you do want a serious relationship and someone's behaving that way, so no, like definitely date other people, either they're too insecure to admit their own feelings, and that's kind of a red flag that you want to look out for too, or at least address, or they're not looking for
1: the same thing. What happened doing. between you and your boyfriend? Like, I wanna be vulnerable and tell you what I really felt because I feel like that happens so much in other people's relationships where, but he said this or no, he actually did this, and you don't actually know the true thoughts behind what they're doing, and
0: then it can lead to all this confusion where someone gets away People when you get didn't actually in that both defensive mode. That. And that's why, even though it's super scary, being vulnerable is the only way that you can strengthen any sort of relationship or bond. So another, just one last little phrase you could use is just be honest and say, hey, I'm really confused about where we stand. And this is what I'm feeling. I'm just curious to get your thoughts. And also you can use disarming phrases like no pressure. If you're not ready, that's totally fine. But here's where I stand. And doing that in most cases is very simple successful from what I've noticed in my friends too is when you when you put it on the table like that it shows like Molly said your confidence and your security with what you want and I think this comes with age too I definitely wouldn't have had the guts to say something like that when I was in my early 20s and it comes with experience dating as well but it is worth it and most people appreciate that because room for keeping some flexibility too, saying okay maybe we're not ready to be labeled officially boyfriend girlfriend we're not gonna put it on facebook but we're not gonna see other people or just so you know i'm seeing other people right now and you can too if you want and then seeing where it goes from there exactly all right so trisha what are your takeaways for the episode Oh boy! So this one's difficult to have a an action step unless you are in <laughs> this gray area with someone. Mm, that's but true. if you are in that gray area, my action step would be list. In in any case, actually, let's make one that's applicable even if you are single or even if you're in an established relationship. Write down a list of all the reasons you want or would want to be in a relationship, if that's relevant to you. If you don't want to be in a relationship, that's maybe write that down, but really to connect with your why behind things, and if your reasoning is because you want someone to take out the trash or (laughs) something like that, then maybe you're not coming from the best place, but you want to, I would say, connect with your why behind why you want to be in a relationship. Okay. I would say, I guess I'm going to make it
1: more narrow, but, like, if you are in this gray situation, um, write down all the reasons you want to be in a relationship with that person, I guess, too. Like, make it more personal and specific to that person because I think that will help you kind of convey your thoughts to your potential
0: partner when you do bring up this conversation. Yeah. Another action step that anyone can take is... This week, tell someone something that makes you feel super vulnerable mm-hmm. because it's never going to be easy in the moments that matter unless you practice. Well, it's never going to be easy ever, but it, if the more you practice with little things, then the easier it will be and the more comfortable you'll be bringing that up because, as we know, once you define the relationship, there are going to be other things that you want to know you're on the same page as your partner with and you're going to have to have conversations about when you take next steps and if you're going to move in together and if you're going to get engaged and married and like all these things. So practice saying one thing to someone, it can be the person you're dating or it can be a friend or it can be a coworker or whatever it is. Say something that makes you feel vulnerable and embrace it. I agree. I say two times that
1: examples could be things like, Hey, I really appreciate X, Y, and Z. Or Hey, you make me feel super supported when you X, Y, Z. These are all really vulnerable things to say
0: Mm -hmm. well great if you have questions thoughts concerns feel free to reach out to us at lost of communication at gmail.com or find us on social media facebook instagram lost art of communication yeah right thank you very much